0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com. mobilecom
1: Time to get out to the Great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in our guest, Seth Partnow from The Athletic. Seth, how you doing today?
0: I'm doing all right. You'll have to excuse my voice. I'm on my uh, nice day out here in the desert. So oh. uh, it's... <laughs> Checking NBA out some summer, summer league, league action is a hall, yeah. Summer league's a hall,
1: yeah. I bet. Uh, talking a little bit about your uh tier rankings, we, we were going through. I uh, wanted to get you on tomorrow. Obviously, that didn't work out with your schedule. I think we can assume that Giannis is somewhere in
0: tier one. Uh, yes, I did not forget about him.
1: <laughs> uh, just quickly off of that, I don't want you to necessarily spoil it, but you didn't, these aren't rankings, these are tiers. Who is your best player in the league at this point? Is it Giannis?
0: Uh, so that's kind of the point of, of doing tiers is that at a certain level of play where players are relatively even, it, it depends. For uh, Would the Warriors be better if you switched Giannis and Steph? I don't think so, and I don't think the Bucks would be better if you switched them. So it's and both players are good enough that you are a title contender pretty much if you have them on your team. Um, and then it just matters who you put around them. And you know, trying to pick one or the uh, over the other, there's so many factors that are outside of that player. It's just like these are the these are the top top guys, and then those are the ones who are just a slight step below, and so on. Rather than get into endless arguments about, you know, is this guy a little bit better than that guy? When we'll take either of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a good point, and I think this is a good way to look at it. And some of the other guys for the Bucks that have made it onto the list, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are in that Tier 3A, as well as Brooke Lopez makes it onto the list at a 4B. Can you talk a little bit about what went into those guys being ranked where they're, they were? I saw that you talked a little bit about Brooke, and it's kind of hard with centers these days and how they play the game now. Talk a little bit about where those guys slayed in and some guys that maybe are in the same sort of region as those guys.
0: Sure. So the the kind of the difference between tier three and four, and for those who haven't read it, uh, tier three is is you're getting into about the top twenty five guys in the league. The real the the, the for, for lack of a better term, the the the, uh, the stars, the the um, you know, the guys who are gonna make all star teams, the guys who are gonna make all NBA teams. Um, and you know, in tier three, the guys were just on the fringes of that, but if they're your second best player and you have, you know, one of the top guys, you're pretty well set up. And I mean, we don't have to go back that far to see, um, both with respect to Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, how important they were to the Bucks championship and how important the absence of Chris Middleton was last year. Um, so in, uh, in terms of, of, of Brooke, um, there are players who are impactful, but maybe more situational. And those are still really useful players. You know, they might not be the best matchup in every possible playoff opponent, but they're really good against enough of them that having them on your team is a uh, big benefit towards advancing and eventually winning a title. And, you know, you, you asked about bigs, you know, some teams are harder to play um, quote unquote, traditional bigs against than others. and, um, Brook is, is good enough in a number of ways. He's, he's not a guy who gets played off the floor, but against a kind of a five out team, he might be a 20 minute a guy instead of a 32 minute a game guy.
1: Yeah, and looking at this team going forward, you know, they brought a lot of the guys back, and essentially it's going to be a similar roster to what they had last year. John Horst says they're not running it back, but I mean, it sure feels like they're running it back. And even so, I'm fine with it. Do you think that that's a fine philosophy of just pretty much getting the band back together?
0: Um, I think that those four players are a pretty good place to start. And, you know, we've got some pretty solid role players and Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton around them. And then, you know, I think this is really what what teams do when they want to get to the top and stay there is you have your, your core of players and they kind of stay constant and you move it. Then you move the pieces. You know your fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth guys. You move. You move them around to you know adjust to players aging, adjust to contract situations, adjust to change changes of style of play in the league. So I mean, is it running it back or is it retooling? I, I, it's I. Who cares? <laughs> it's. I mean, you, you can call it whatever you want. It's just. It's like you, we know this. This this four person core works. So let's build around that and whatever you want to call it, that's great.
1: And, and talking with Seth Partnow from The Athletic here on the Fan Afternoon Show, and one of the things, uh, a couple guys that they added, Joe Ingles, Beauchamp, their first round pick, how do those guys fit in and do you see them making an impact to maybe get this team back to the finals next year and maybe win it again?
0: Uh, so let me preface this by saying that Joe Ingles has been a player I've really liked. I thought he was really good, really underrated for most of his career. I I was a little bit curious about signing just because even before he hurt his knee last year, he's he's on the older side. He got to the NBA in, two, in his late 20s, so even though he hasn't been in the league that long, he's in his mid-30s, and he is not a player who had a ton of speed uh that he could give away (laughs) to to put it mildly and he's coming off an acl injury uh so do we know when he's going to be on the court and uh what he has left because again he was looking like it might time might be winding down on him even before the injury last year so uh, i like the idea of that signing if you get the joe Ingalls from two three years ago it's a smash hit of a signing i just am Somewhat skeptical that player still exists. Um, on the other hand, um, I really liked what I've seen from from Bochamp at, at, at Summer League. He looks like the, exactly the kind of big front court, um, versatile, uh, plays with force, plays with pop, um, kind of the the uh, uh, maybe an upgrade of front court athleticism that I think that. Uh, maybe maybe they've needed for the, the last year or so. Just a little bit more kind of get up and go, get get someone who can run with Giannis a little bit.
1: Is Bochamp someone that you see playing significant minutes or at least just a, a, a decent role for this basketball team this season?
0: That's a, that, I, that's always a, a tough question. Rookies yeah. tend to be bad. Um, now I think he'll get chances, and then it's sort of up to him. I mean, if you remember... when the the Bucks drafted Dante DiVincenzo in the first round, he got looks early, and he struggled a little bit and got hurt and sort of found his way out of the rotation as Connaughton emerged. But, like, he'll get chances, and then it's sort of up to him to kind of uh, demonstrate that it's worth kind of letting him take his lumps, I guess, over the first year because he might be someone who can give them 10, 15 good minutes in a playoff game.
1: Let's transition to a little more uh, of the Summer League in general. Uh, One guy that Wisconsin fans are going to be interested in is Johnny Davis, and he has not looked incredibly impressive for the Wizards. And being a Wizards fan myself, even though I'm here in Milwaukee, I've seen all types of people freaking out uh, on Wizards Twitter that Johnny Davis is terrible and all these different things. Any concern with Johnny Davis and the, the showings he's had in the Summer League?
0: So, qualified, yes. He has not looked good on this. At the same point, summer league is not a great showcase for a guy who's not necessarily uh, a ball and hands creator. At least um, at this point, um, summer league is very guard dominated, um, and so uh, players who are going to start off as sort of spot up shooters perhaps are uh, alone on an island waiting for the ball uh, for, for long to, long periods of time. Um, and so for a guy who was drafted, you know, uh, in, in the lottery, um, that's a little disappointing because you're seeing, you know, Keegan Murray play with the ball in his hands and put up 20 point games. You're seeing in his two games, Paulo Banquero do what, do what he's done. Um, you have even seen a player like Jaden Ivy, who is was, who is, uh, not, sorry, not Jaden, uh, Jaden Hardy drafted in the second round, like get to run offense for Dallas and, and you know, uh, maybe inefficiently, but put up some numbers. Um, that's not going to be Davis's game and, trying to force feed that kind of game to him at summer league hasn't been good but uh that doesn't necessarily mean he, he won't be able to play the role that would better suit his, his skill set once he gets to the the, the, the full club you know get to training camp and actually start playing with Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma and, and the rest of, of the Wizards
1: I know you mentioned a couple guys there who have been the real standouts at the summer league so far
0: um, I you know I accidentally said Jaden Ivey early. Um, he only played about three minutes before uh, rolling his ankle in, in his first game in, in summer league, but it was a pretty good three minutes. Uh, he was he was probably the player I was most excited to see coming in. Um, uh, Ben Caro's been I mean he's he is um you know enormous so um you know and, and and very skilled he's he's certainly been been impressive um you know other than that it's it's so easy to get carried away with someone who has, um, you know, big numbers in summer league. And really what you're trying to do is, is look at it. Does a guy know how to play? Um, the best example I can think of is one of the first summer leagues I came to was uh, the year Steph Curry got drafted. Um, he didn't shoot the ball very well. Uh, and Anthony Randolph, if you remember him, was on his team. And he was putting up 35 every game, but it was in, on, a, you know, a bunch of pull-up jumpers and things that Anthony Randolph was never going to get to do in the NBA but what Steph was doing out there looked like NBA basketball, even though the shots weren't going in. And so you're like, "That's he, he's going to be fine. He knows what he's doing out there." And you know, I don't, I don't think based on that showing, I, I would have said he's going to be what he's become. But that's the kind of thing you're looking for. Is just you know, that looks like NBA basketball.
1: Yeah. Uh- I think it's intriguing because so many people just get carried away with summer league and they overreact to it. And then some people undersell it maybe a little bit. I I think it's an intriguing thing. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to ingest every moment of it, but we appreciate guys like you for covering it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the different things going on around the league now with some of the trades and stuff. Deandre Ayton different, uh, they gets offered by the Pacers and now it sounds like the Suns are just going to match that offer and keep him and not interested in a sign-in trade. Any, uh, Are you, you surprised by that at all?
0: Um, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that anything about that is done. It seems like there's still a little bit of posturing going on. Um, but if that ends up being the way it works out, um, I'm a little surprised by that. Um, just, you know, whether Phoenix matches or doesn't, um, if they do match, you've kind of perhaps poison that relationship. And if you don't match, you've given a starting center away from a really good team for nothing. So it's kind of curious to me.
1: And then looking at Utah, because we just talked a little bit about maybe ways that the Jazz could send Donovan Mitchell to the Pacers if that were something they'd be interested in. What do you see happening with Donovan Mitchell out in Utah? Because I think that one's really intriguing. Obviously, Kevin Durant as well. I do want to get into that just a little bit here uh, before we let you go. But what what do you see happening with Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if both Durant and, and Mitchell kind of drag on. Um, the you know the, A lot of these trades are about leverage, and both Utah and Brooklyn kind of have the ultimate leverage which is the ability to say no with, with both players, you know, under contract for, for a number of years. So it's, it's, you know, it's, I think both are going to drive a very hard bargain. And, you know, there's some fairly, I thought some fairly, fairly wild speculation about a package that Knicks might put together for Mitchell. If it gets done anytime soon, I think it's going to be something like that where you're like, wow, that's a lot. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we get into August before these things fully get resolved.
1: And then looking at Brooklyn, not just Kevin Durant, what do you see happening with Kyrie Irving there?
0: I think ultimately he ends up on the Lakers some way, shape, or form. I mean, it's the, the sticking point there seems to be uh, who ends up with Russell Westbrook, which is uh, like the, him and his $40-plus his plus million contract are kind of a a little bit of a hot potato that that maybe that teams will need to be incentivized to take on, and just trying to figure out how that's going to work. Uh, that's probably um, that's the holdup more than the Lakers, um, you know, expressing an, an interest in, in Kyrie Irving and that that uh, that interest being mutual.
1: And, and then one last one here for you, talking with Seth Part now from the Athletic, NBA writer for them. Going into next season, as things stand, kind of right now, obviously a lot of things still can be moved and different things can happen, shuffling of players. But is it just going to be Celtics and Bucks again out east? Is that what you see out east?
0: Um, I I think there's a number of teams that you you kind of have to consider. Um, You know, Philly is a team that could really go either way if James Harden kind of becomes more of, of kind of the Houston and early Brooklyn version of of James Harden they're right there alternatively if the signs of aging from last year continue they kind of fall off um Miami's still going to be very good Brooklyn depending on what they do could still put a very good team on the floor um I think you know as of right now if you had to pick you'd probably say Bucks and Celtics are, are a cut a little bit of a cut above everyone else but there's going to be a number of teams that that are um kind of in with out. I think it's a really interesting time in NBA basketball because there are so many teams that legitimately and correctly kind of feel they have a shot to make a run to the finals.
1: Seth, appreciate the time today, man.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
1: You heard from Seth Partnow from The Athletic, writes about the NBA, also spent some time in the Bucks organization as well. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.